When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Wednesday Club. Thank you very much for downloading. Uh, first things first, because I forgot to mention it through the show. Uh, happy birthday to my dad, uh, Joe McGrath. You won't guess that. He was called Joe McGrath, would you? He's a big fan of the podcast. He listens to us every week. He has to be, so doesn't he, really? He really has to be. Yeah, I thought, kind of forced it down him. They are the voices of Danny Jackson, by the way, and Alex Boardman, who are joining us throughout the whole show. Um, we've got Burton Preview. We talk about Marcus Rashford in there. You, you're funny now and again, Alex. I've said one of the, the big news from this podcast is that me and Danny, who are like oil and water, don't really clash. <laughs> you know what? I said that before we came on. You know, we've like, always clash. I literally knew. I, I came in primed for an yeah. argument. It's, and it, it's still entertaining, though. To we need to change that in two weeks' there's, time, Alex. There Let's is get a, bit of needle there's back. a small bit of needle there. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate us five stars as well. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Manchester Football Social. Welcome to the Manchester Football Social. This is the Wednesday Club. It is XS Manchester. And we thank you very much for listening. Uh, today, till seven o'clock, we're going to be talking about football. An hour of football chat. But we want you to be involved in as much as the people I've got in the studio. 0345 treble one seven six two five eight double seven double one. And you know what? If you listen on the podcast at MCR Footy Social, send us your thoughts and get involved in the show wherever and whenever you listen. I have got lovely people in the studio. Uh, I've got Danny Jackson representing the blue side of Manchester from City Square. Hello, Danny. Good evening, Joe. How are you? Good evening, Joe. You sounded very flat in the, <laughs> very in the cadets. And good evening, Joe. Uh, and on the red side, good evening, Alex. Good evening to you, Joe. Uh, Alex, obviously, uh, always with us uh, every other Wednesday on the Wednesday Club and one half of the wonderful Sunday's Manchester Football Social. Uh, today on the show, we're going to be talking about Marcus Rashford. Uh, is he going to be all burnt out by the age of 30? One English manager thinks so. Uh, we're going to have a chat about the big semi-final. I mean, can we call it big? It's a semi-final of Manchester City in action uh, tonight. The team news will break during the show, so we're going to break that down with the guys in the studio 
How is the team going to set up for their 9-0 lead that they have over Burton? Well, you're going to find out here on the show, as well as looking at the class of 92. Who did they pick game? I've also got a couple more games I want to throw at you, gentlemen. Woo-hoo. So what I'm trying to say is stick around for the old show. You're going to enjoy it. This is the Wednesday Club here on XS Manchester. Uh, gents, how are we? Really I mean, good, that, often, that was a, that was uh, a pause then, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> often that gets a reply. Uh, yeah, what are you thinking about? I, I'm fine, absolutely fine. Start the ball off rolling in the football world. Uh, let's talk about our first topic, and that is about a young lad who's doing wonders for your club, Alex, uh, Marcus Rashford. Yes, now he's playing fantastically well at the moment. There's a little wheel of fortune here that I've got out. It's my imaginary wheel. Uh, an English manager who's currently out of a job, no surprise, has been slagging him off. Does anyone take a guess? I'll spin the wheel. Who's it going to land on, Alex? Mm, it's looking like it's Big Sam. It it's is Big a Sam. Big Sam, of course, it's Big Sam. See, uh, if you're going to give clues, then Joe, you might, have, you know, there might have been a picture of a brown envelope, and you know, we would have got down yeah. that line, wouldn't we? Or a big <laughs> pint of gravy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 massive pint of gravy. All right, so. Big Sam has uh, come out and he's mentioned that because of Rashford's played so many games uh, so far in his young career, he's only 21, he could be burnt out by the age of 30. I mean, there's talking points surrounding this, but for a manager who once was the England manager, not for very long, mm-hmm. um, to, to come out and, I don't know, what is this? Is it is it a warning to Rashford? Is it a warning of what's happened to other English players? As a United fan, Alex, are you just thinking, what's the point of him saying it? Well, partly, what's the point? I mean, we all know that, for some players, Michael Owen being a classic example, he started off like a house on fire when he was 16, 17 for Liverpool, was in the team consistently for the first four years, looked like he was going to be their record ever goal scorer, looked like he was going to be England's record ever goal scorer. Couple of fantastic tournaments for England, and then... Maybe it was one injury after the next injury and maybe they weren't managed as well as they could have been. By 25, he's gone to Real Madrid, he's at Newcastle, he ended up at United. or Never really kind of made... Because at one point, he was 17 years old in a World Cup being touted as he's going to be the best English player there's ever been and he's going to be a worldwide sensation. Mm-hmm. Never quite happened. Um, on the other side of that, you could look at someone like Ryan Giggs. He broke into United's team at 17 was still playing at the age of, well, 40, I think, 39 maybe, when he played his last game. So it just depends on how he's managed. Rashford isn't the same body type as someone like Rooney, who was also accused of burning out a bit, another player that started at 16. He looks like he physically looks after himself really, really well. I see him posting videos of him training. He, there's never any suggestion he's out drinking or... You know, out on the town and not, you know, off yeah, season. He's never pictured seriously. smoking or. So I think it's probably entirely up to him. And I, th- I also think that football's now such a big bi- business and it's managed so well. They've got nutritionists and dietitians. I can't see it happening. And the pitches are better. Pitches are better than they were 20 odd years ago. So. I, th- I think it's a bit of nonsense by Big Sam trying to maybe make himself relevant because nobody's talking about him anymore. Yeah. I don't know. It's exactly the thing, Danny. The games change because obviously you, 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 you've got Rashford for United, but for you, you've got Gabriel Jesus if you wants to be at the club for a long time. It's why Pep's bought him. You won't worry that he'd burn out, would you? Or even Phil Foden, you know, you look at his career uh, starting at sea, 17, 18 years old. He'll be all right. He plays like three times a season. <laughs> yeah, he'll be fine. But I'm saying, you look at him for a long time, uh, you've got a manager saying players can burn out. Yeah. Any worry there? 
I completely, well, I, just going back going back to your, your first question, though, I mean, I completely agree with what Alex says. I think there's so many permutations. I, I don't think Sam Allardyce could look at Marcus Rashford and make that statement and genuinely believe it, or it genuinely having a lot of substance, because there's so many permutations in it. Yeah, yeah. Injury, injury record will, well, you know, that'll be, be a factor in whether his career's prolonged or it's not. You know, Giggs was notoriously injury-free a yeah. lot of his career. He, he had a few hamstring strings. Yeah. Nothing kind of, you know, ruptured. No impact injuries. You know, ruptured ACLs or anything like that. And so I think that's a massive factor. I think what Alex says as well, a big factor is lifestyle. You know, I was thinking when when I heard about that with Sam Allardyce, I was thinking Rooney straight away. You know, he's he's somebody who maybe at 30 looked burnt out, really. He's had to go to America to to kind of make himself stand out again. But like Alex says, I, I I don't get... I mean, Rooney's always been a little bit tubby. He's never really looked like a physical specimen. Whereas Marcus Rashford... Does again, like Alex said, the lifestyle Marcus Rashford leads. I would it would would lead me to think he's dedicated to what he does. Um, he's played a lot of games for a young kid, though, hasn't he? You know, I think it's 150 yes. games for United or something like that. That's a lot of games at a 21 year old or 22 really year old is, or whatever yeah. he is. So I, I just I think I think a lot of it, a lot of it, like a lot of things in football, it would be a bit about luck and it'll be about how seriously he takes care of himself how seriously he wants to prolong his career and I think someone like Rashford I think he's got he's got a great chance of probably being a record appearance holder for United I don't see you know he's, he's been at United since he was seven he's you know a big United fan you know he, he, he'll want to be there as long as as long as he can a little bit like Foden you know Foden you can you can imagine with that contract Joe that he's just signed a six year deal five and a half year deal with City how many clubs would have been trying to tempt him away from that and a lot of it would have been game tech, but he wants to play for City and I get the feeling with Rashford he turned down big contracts from Madrid and wherever because he wants to stay at Man United and I think his career will be as long as he wants it to yeah. based on his lifestyle and based he's, on the look he's of, a United of injuries. Fan and Foden's a City fan and he is that going to get back the in the game then? It, when clubs are spending so much money now to get the players in that they want, is it good to have a look at your squad and see one or two individuals that are there because they yeah, love the club? It's worth. I always think it's worth double. Absolutely. Absolutely 100%. Because Rashford was one of the very, very few. When everything went wrong at Mourinho, whatever happened, we still don't know. I remember a few trash, tr- Rashford jibes thrown around at the not time. Not by me, because he's been my favourite hey, player not, since he's died. Not Listen, Alex. maybe not, not the two in the studio, but, yeah. but guess what? There's a lot of other United fans out there, boys. Oh, maybe yeah, yeah. it wasn't you two. No, no, they, they, I, I, you totally see it. The, one thing I'm always disappointed at, McTominay's getting it currently. Um, it seems like a youth player gets a lot more stick than a, a foreign import or a big buy, even if it's an English player or a Scottish player from another club. And I don't ever know why that is. Yeah. I mean, McTominay's the one who signed a new contract this week. He's getting absolute pelters yeah. on social media. And you think, what's he done except for no. play out of position Well, he was a bit of a scapegoat for Mourinho at times, he was, wasn't he, as well, he, which is a bit of a shame. Before that, are we allowed to say that on air these days? Or not? Do you mean? Have we banned the Mourinho word or not? Is no, that, no, that no still on? Alex, okay. yeah. But, but Rashford... <laughs> His attitude was still good under Mourinho. He was still giving his all, it appeared like, and he was one of the yeah. absolute few. And you know what? There's a big. That's a big factor, isn't it? Because, I mean, if you look at the United players under Mourinho, you could single out, as we know, who they probably are, Pogba and play, players like that, that didn't put a shift in under yep, Mourinho. Now, the there's a massive, you know, massive thoughts around that, as in, well, listen, you boys are, are getting paid a lot of money. You're there for the fans, mm-hmm. you know, more than anything else. And, you know, by downing tools under Mourinho, you're downing tools. So... 
actually, characteristically, Rashford never did. He, he was probably did. the last five or six games before Mourinho got binned. Rashford was probably your best player. Yeah, so isn't that a great characteristic to have? You know, yeah, uh, yeah. as a as a lad that he wants to play for the club, he wants to play for the fans. And as I said before, if he if he lives that lifestyle like Ronaldo has, where he's just dedicated one hundred percent to what he does, then Ra- Rashford could go. You know, could go on forever. Duracell bunny. Yeah, he, he could. He could indeed. Uh, so you you mentioned previous uh, the next talking point, which is McTominay signing the new contract from Manchester yeah, yeah, United. Yeah. So. A kid like McTominay, who people can say what they want about his performances, has signed a new deal for Manchester United. The argument of both sides is, one, he's a, he's a young kid, he's a Manchester United fan at heart, he's come through this youth system, and I do believe he could be a good player. The other side is, are we tying down assets now that we will wish we got rid of at the time? Are we looking at players like when we do on this show, look at the Deadwood at Manchester United, in two years' time will McTominay be a bit of Deadwood that we'll be picking here that needs to go and leave Old Trafford? Two ways of looking at it like yeah, that. Yeah, possibly. I, 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 maybe you've you got a third way. Well, I don't think you can ever tell, obviously. We've got, not got a crystal ball. And somebody like Marcus Rojo, who's never really played for United, they wanted to get shut of him last year. Mourinho apparently wanted to get shut of him in his first year and couldn't do because the player just refused to leave. No one could meet his wage demands. I don't think McTominay's wage demands will be... He won't be getting anything close to what Rojo signed for because at the time Rojo played for Argentina in a World Cup final. So, or semi-final. So, it will be, what, 15 grand a week, 20 grand a week. We don't know. We're speculating. Yeah, pittance, that. Yeah, and also, who's <laughs> not going to go... F- you know, there's all these other teams in the league who who would snatch him up. Similar to the way that Tom Cleverley, again, another player, tried his best, never quite worked out at United for him, then went on to have a career with somewhere else. Somewhere else. And that could happen yeah. with Matt Tomine. Personally, I think he's... I saw him play as a youth player when he was 18, He's about six foot three now, and he was about six four, I think he's. He, he yeah. was about five foot eleven then, because I remember looking at this little midfielder. It was away against Salford City pre-season, and it went off between a, a, like an old pro at Salford who was yeah. in his late twenties, and he flew into a tackle and sent McTominay flying. Ten minutes later, McTominay first chance he got went back in and ran right through this player. <laughs> Absolutely flew into him. He's now four or five inches taller. He's twenty-one. He's played what four or five games this season, two of which at centre back. Both of which he got pulled off at half-time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, that's not his position. I just think he needs to give him a bit of time, give him a chance. You know, not every player's going to turn out like Rashford and Lingard, but you need the Darren Fletchers, you need the John O'Shea's, you need squad players who understand the setup because they're the hardest ones to sort of buy. Yeah, I think, um, you know, you, I don't I don't envisage... I've got to be honest, I've not seen loads of McTominay. I get the feeling... No one has. He's he's one of them them lads, a bit, little bit like you're saying there, Alex, it's maybe just good to have around at the moment. He'll probably... I can't see him going anywhere maybe in January, but the summer you could probably see him yeah. going out for a year on loan, gain that, you know, more experience, especially if there's a bit of a revamp at United and, the you know, and they, they look to sort of build, you know, build a bigger squad. Um, but I, I haven't really got an opinion on him. Yeah. I remember seeing him on the pitch and he's a big lad, you know, he's imposing, he's Pogba, he's Pogba kind of physicality, isn't he? He's tall, he's he's mobile, so, you know, and this is a, again, a 22-year-old kid, you know, you can't write him up, you can't write him off, United are are doing the right thing, they're signing these kids up, because, and as City try to do, you know, even the ones they know are not necessarily going to make it with City, sign them up, you know, get them out on loan, if they prove themselves, you either bring them back or you sell them on for a big fee, because let's be honest, we're not going to have that debate again, I'm sure, but, you know, these academies, they're not all about, I don't care what anyone says, they're not all about 
than producing players to play for your club. They're a business. It costs a fortune mm. to run these academies and they've got to produce players to sell. To me, that's an effective academy. If one or two makes it an elite club like City or United over the course of four or five years, but they make millions in terms of sales. That's what it's all about. And I think United are doing that. They're wrapping him up. They know somebody will come in for him. You know, if if, if he's not going to make it at United, someone will come in for him and probably pay big money. Your thoughts, 87711. Uh, you can also find us MCR Footy Social on Twitter as well. Uh, right, coming up, we're going to be speaking about the Oldham uh, vacancy. There's a manager role uh, for someone. It could be someone from the class of 92. We'll be speaking to an Oldham fan, Andy, very soon about that. But the class of 92 have been very, very busy this week. David Beckham, Buying shares in Salford FC this week, this today, in fact, 10% uh, of the club now is owned by David Beckham. Um, and they've also been doing something where they've got together and they've picked their Premier League starting 11. So we're going to have a little game. <laughs> that music just kicks in, doesn't game. it? We're going to go from position to position. I'm going to give you uh, two options. You're going to tell me which one they picked. So we'll start with you, Danny, goalkeeper, okay. Petr Cech. Or David Seaman? Who did they pick in there? Do you remember I picked David? I'm going to go with David Seaman because I picked David, David Seaman last time. Yeah, yeah baby. Oh, Do you remember the whole Michael David Seaman debate? They can't, United they can't players, pick a United player. Oh, okay. I'm so okay. sorry. So That's sorry. Yeah. So the uh, class of 92, uh, they can't pick United players. Uh, right back, did they go for... <laughs> One second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just started laughing. Your face looks dead serious. Did they go for Zabaleta? Or, I can't give away, I'm giving away something. Basically, I've got two options here. <laughs> He's not thought this one through, has Zabaleta he? <laughs> or the other one. And I can't read what I've wrote down for the second one. So did you say Zabaleta? Yes. Yeah, you're correct. Oh, uh, Centre back. Uh, did they go for Led choice King? Good choice. Ledley King or Vincent Company? Yeah, they'll have gone for Ledley King. I know they thought a lot of him. No, Vincent Company is in the centre back position. I tried to answer, to answer that with authority, <laughs> <laughs> like a new centre back role for you. Now I will give you two I'm options. I'm surprised that Tony Adams or John Terry is not in there. Well, here we go: Carragher or John Terry. Terry. Terry or Carragher? Don't be Carragher. Think about now. No. Don't be Carragher. Did you go Terry? It's got to be John Terry. Yeah. You could go spit the dog on there, can we? Uh, for you, left back Winterburn or. Cole, Ashley Cole. Oh, well, I'm going to go off what I would pick, and I would pick Ashley Cole. You are correct. Let's go on to the midfield for you, uh, Alex. Centre mid, did they go Fabregas or Steven Gerrard? Are you joking? That's like me or Steven Gerrard. <laughs> it's Gerrard, obviously, Gerard, every day of the week. Yeah. Did they go Danny, Yaya Torre or Ooh. Patrick Vieira? Oh, that is a good one. I would probably say Vieira. Vieira, correct. No Lampard. Yeah. Surprise him. You always say they can't that. play just, together though. You always say that just before I say the next one. You well, went, Lampard's you, not a right or left <laughs> winger, is he? You went no John Terry. I went well, there is John. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's spoiling our game. Essien. Or Frank Lampard. Are they playing a 4-3-3? They're playing a 4-3-3. <laughs> right, yeah. okay. Well, you, you know my answer. I mean, anyone who pick Essien over Lampard, he had one good year, Essien. Yeah, Frank Lampard is correct. Done all right here, You're doing good. We? Three forwards. So, for you, Danny, did Let's you go predict. for... Let's predict. Let's <laughs> predict. Right, Henri will be one. Nah. Aguero or Henri? Oh, he's not both. He's not both. It's got to be Henri, then, for them to yeah. choose it. Gotta be correct. I disagree with it. Well, Burkham, both. I don't both. Yeah, or Alan Shearer. Shearer. 
You'd go right, yeah. Danny. You are wrong with right. It uh, is. I'm wrong with right. That's <laughs> a mouthful. <laughs> then they were told that they can take one player out of the team and replace it with a United player of what ever or that they played ever. With. So they took Eden Hazard out. Who yeah. did they put in in that attacking role from it's United? Got to be Ronaldo, wasn't it? Got to be Ronaldo. Oh, you going for Ronaldo? Yeah, or Ronaldo. It was Ronaldo. So, yeah, Alex, with a full board, takes it. Well done, Alex. Thank you. Well, he's a United fan. I'd have been disappointed if he'd, he's not even on sync with them a little bit. <laughs> no. I thought I did all right there. Yeah, you did do quite well. Right, Thank coming you. up, we're going to be talking about the uh, Oldham job and if one of the Class of 92 could be taking that role as Oldham manager. We'll be speaking to Andy, the Oldham fan. Uh, coming up, as well as a couple more games, and don't forget the team news will break for Manchester City against Burton, and we'll make sure we bring it to you first uh, this is the Wednesday Club with Danny Jackson Alex Boardman and Joe McGrath I'll see you after this Excess Manchester Manchester Football Social Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. Today's Wednesday, so the Wednesday club is here. I have got Danny Jackson representing the city side, the blue side. How are you, Danny? Good evening, Joe. Uh, and I've got the red side of Manchester, Alex Boardman. Hello, Alex. Hi. Good. Uh, right, today we are going to be talking about the Burton against Manchester City game. It is a semi-final and we'll bring the team news to you when it breaks. Uh, we're also going to be having a look now uh, over the road at Oldham. We've got a gentleman on who probably knows more about uh, any of this than any of us in the studio. He is an old fan he's called Andy Yates hello Andy good evening again gents nice to be on again Andy Hi, thank Andy. you very much for coming on uh, just talk to us Andy it's a strange time to be an old fan a lot of things up in the air at the minute rumours galore about who could be coming in as it stands now 626 what do you know uh, about the uh, the new Alden manager same as uh, everyone else it's all gone very quiet and there's not much going on loads of rumours uh, someone I think Radio Manchester got older skulls for an interview today he's been quite elusive and he spoke about it said he's had no contact so uh, I, I think he's putting on a poker face there personally I hope there can be this much smoke without a fire yeah where does the smoke come from and do you believe it and, and, what, and what if you do believe it is your thoughts about Paul Skulls being your new manager well, I'd, I'd heard that the owner was out of the country, um, Abdallah, um, Amsterdam, uh, quite international, but um, I went down to the ticket office yesterday to get my ticket for Doncaster, and uh, his car was parked in the German slot, so he's obviously here, so that puts pay to that. So I like it, you're like a good detective, here. Andy. <laughs> We've sent you out with a notepad and a pen with your binoculars. <laughs> It's just a coincidence. I, I didn't know ticket. I managed to get one last minute, so I nipped down to pick it up. But uh, you, you, the car park at Oldham's dead open, and you can see what people park where. And you know, the, the manager's one is a is a poor Oldham branded company car, which is obviously what Pete Wilde drives about um, from his days as his previous role, which I'm sure you'll go back to. Um, when when, it, when obviously this new manager's appointed, if. if Skulls, yeah. if Paul Skulls, because that's kind of one of the big names he's thrown about, doesn't get the manager's role, who for you, Andy, would be ideal for, for the new Alden boss? It's it's a really tough one because there's no great names being lined up for it. 
Pete Well, local lad, not done anything wrong, but he's not a manager uh, yet. And he says that himself. Um, so he's not a real option. Uh, Asky gets named banded about a lot. A lot. Um, the guy left Bolton with Parkinson. I don't want people who have failed at Bolton just coming to hold them. So <laughs> give it some like school. So I'd rather bring all my hopes on schools and then everything after that. I mean, we've had it in the past. We've had Clarence Sado apparently been interviewed. Uh, Egg, um, what was he called? Egg no, Davids? Gattu- no, no, Gattuso it was. Oh, Gattuso. Gattuso. <laughs> looking at a video on him before. He's quality. So serious. If you look, if you look at the past, it's well widely reported that they've both interviewed or applied and never, you know, never got past the uh, yeah. the latter stages. And they give it nobody's. So, with all due respect to the nobodies, but they have been a lot of them. Uh, I mean, co- coming from nobody. coming from a city fan, um, Andy, it's been yeah. a bit weird tonight because we talked about two players: one an ex-player, one current player, Marcus Rashford and, and Paul Scholes. Yeah. It were pretty much the only two players that I, I really like, and I hate saying it um, of current and. And pass. If you got Paul Scholes as a manager, I mean, what a coup that would be. Now, what, what I mean by that as well is his connections with Manchester United, his connections in football. The he's, you know, he is somebody, mate. If I was a footballer up and coming, and Paul Scholes got on the blower to me and said, "You know what? Come and have a season at Oldham." I would jump at the chance just to be in his company because that guy could play football. Now, you know. When you look at a signing of the next manager, and you, you, it's usually the the run of the mill names, isn't it, that go through? You know, I, I, but someone likes goals. Yes, it's his first taste of management, management. But what he doesn't know about football isn't worth knowing. But what a pull he would be for Oldham Athletic if you know if, if there were players out there, they would want to play for Paul Scholes for me. Well, his best mate is Nicky Butt, who he hangs around with. He was at the game at Macclesfield with Nicky Butt on Saturday. Nicky Butt. You know, he's runs the academy at United, doesn't he? So, you know, if Paul Scholes and Nicky Butt say to a young lad who's a big thing, go and have a half a season or a season at Oldham, he does as he's told, Definitely. and he'd be excited mm-hmm. to go and work with the legend. So, um, yeah. that's got to be an attraction more than anything. Plus, the other side of it, which I, I spoke about the other day with like the Jermaine Defoe to Rangers, you know, you've got the older guys that are on the way down that maybe want to still stay involved, and you maybe pull off a bit like Ashley Cole going back to Dark, going to Dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 38 years you know so there's players out there at the other end that maybe he might have you know he might he might know and then if worst comes to the worst he can just get his boots on and, uh, exactly yeah still do the job. You, you wouldn't pull out past goals um, I'm not sure if I read this is there a possible conflict with Paul Scholes becoming manager and the fact he's a shareholder at Salford or does that call mean me old, pu- sorry call me a cynic sorry my fault uh, call me a cynic but didn't a certain Mr Beckham acquire some shares very recently yeah that's just what I was thinking 10% today this is what uh, they have on the BBC website if Scalzo is appointed under the EFL rules he would have to re- relinquish his position as co-owner of Salford City who are third in the National League uh, and chasing promotion and he can't unfortunately own that's what the EFL rules is you can't co-own a club as well as manage one but as Andy says Beckham today Acquired ten percent more shares in Salford, so could, where did he get them? Firstly, could he have bought them off Skulls? Uh, we think. Let's that start that rumor going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, Andy. Thank you very much for giving us uh, your time. You're a regular on the EFL and Below Football Show, which is a brand new uh, podcast that uh, the Manchester Football Social are providing, and that is like teams like Oldham uh, and Rochdale and Bolton and Bury all. In one podcast. Good luck uh, at Doncaster, So we'll hear Andy. your voice on that, will we? We will, yeah. It's uh, anything outside the Premier League for Manchester-based uh, football teams. Lovely. So, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Andy. Thank you for that.
Thanks so much, guys. See you later. See you, mate. Thanks. And speaking about EFL, AFL and below, your son, Danny, is going to be a ball boy. Yes. I asked stupidly to get any training for Berry. <laughs> um, so no training to be a ball boy for Berry. No. You just literally go chuck chuck the ball at him. Yeah, the ball goes out of play, you throw it back. That's pretty much the uh, the brief that I think they get. But yeah, I mean, he's um, he's playing, uh, he's, he's ball boying, should I say. Big game for Berry on uh, on Saturday night, 5.30 to kick off. Get down to Gig Lane and watch it, or if not, get it on Sky, because it's actually on Sky Sports. Lincoln, top of the league, Berry second. Berry the second highest scorers in all divisions at the moment, behind... Oh, wait a minute, oh, behind City. Yeah, obviously, we're way out in front of them. But, but, but to be fair, the way that um, Ryan Lowe has turned around Berry is just unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, he's got him playing this style of football all from the back. Um, creating chances for galore. They have got some class players. There's, there's a lad at Berry, and if there's any Berry fans want to tweet in 8771, tell me about Danny Mayer. Danny Mayer is 28 year old. He is class. He's been very injury prone over his career, but yeah. honestly, if you get a chance to watch a Berry game, I guarantee, like last night, he scored two goals. One was a deflection, but one was a screaming finish, and he does it regular. This lad just drifts past players like they're not there, and if it weren't for his injury record, guarantee he'd be minimum a championship player, maybe a oh Premier God. League player. He's absolutely class, so good luck to the Shakers. Let's yeah. uh, let's beat Lincoln on Saturday. You can get that podcast now, the EFL and below. Just search it wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, the final one on um, Skulls being linked with the Oldham job. T- to you guys in general, so you've got the class of 92 as they line up, you know, you've got your Nevilles, uh, you've got Beckham, you've obviously got Skulls, I can go through my gigs. If you were, but if you were before before any of them got into any management roles, Alec, before Keith yeah. got the Wales job, before he did a bit of the stint at uh, United, which one of you, which one of them six would you have Gary thought Neville went w- would have been the best manager? Yeah, Gary Neville every day of the week because he's the brightest one. Um, he's very opinionated when he does his analysis. He seems to look at things and see football in a way that a casual fan such as probably us you like you know some of it you go oh yeah I remember that from when I was playing other times you're like oh I'd never thought of that I'd never seen that I'd have thought he'd have been absolutely brilliant just think the Valencia job might have been a bit of a too big a first job you know foreign language that he didn't speak um, a team that was doing really badly that he then you know kept doing really badly similar to Henri really you know I'd have, I'd have said Gary Neville and then maybe Phil Neville. I'd have, out of them all, I thought Skulls would have been the worst because when he played at United, you never heard him speak at all. Yeah. yeah, so getting people up. Is there any players in the in the City squad that you can see who in a couple of years' time might be learning um, from Pep and could be one day yeah. manager? It might not be for City, but have that intelligence about Well, them. I think unless he ends up being Prime Minister, I think Vincent Company. I yeah. mean, you know, he's yeah. such an intelligent bloke. He's, he's a pure ambassador for not just for City but for Manchester you know for he's got his testimonial coming up there's a lot of rumours all you know all the proceeds from that are going to go to the homeless in Manchester you know this is a a guy that has been whiter than white in his career you know he's he's never been in the the media headlines for the for the wrong reasons you know um, super intelligent Joe I mean super intelligent studied a degree whilst he's been a professional footballer at City you know this is a guy that 
understands football inside out. He's got a voice. He's which, got an aura as well. Yeah, he's, he's got, got like he's a got a presence. And a, and a, he's just yeah. there in your way. Yeah, yeah, I could see with yeah. him. And like, like what you're saying about skulls, you know, yeah. maybe he, he, he technically one of the greatest players ever to play football in the midfield. With he, you know, as much as I hated him and he he did me so many times, upset me so many times being a City fan, but. He was class. He could, but he didn't have that voice, did he? You never really felt he was no, somebody that but could, the same could with go Zidane. on to manage. You yeah, maybe not. not. Have thought Zidane yeah. could go and do it, and the yeah. same with Platini. But, but you know, com- company for me, Alex, is just he's, he epitomises what you know. If you're going to pick the perfect kind of footballer from a you know the way he conducts himself and his intelligence, he would make an amazing manager. The thing is, it's whether he's bigger and better things for him. Yeah. You know, because I'd imagine when he decides to retire, I think the media or what snap him up. I think you know again he could go he could go a long way in whatever yeah. he wants to do. And Carl has said that his missus has said that publicly. Whatever Vinny wants to do, he'll he'll do because he's he's that kind of guy. He has that real focus. Uh, thank you very much, Chance. We're going to. Take a little break coming up after the break we've got our team of the week and then as soon as team of the week is uh, out of the way out of the way it's a good thing I like team of the week as soon as we uh, indulge team of the week we will uh, get to the city team because that hopefully break around quarter two uh, so stay right there uh, more coming up right after this Manchester Football Social Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. My name is Joe McGrath and welcome to this final part where we're going to be discussing our team of the week and then the team will break for Manchester City against Burton in the semi-final of the Carabao Cup of City R. Uh, 9-0 up. On the blue side of Manchester, who has been doing throughout the whole break, his predicted team, uh, Danny Jackson. Hello, Danny. Hi, Joe. You're still doing your team there. I'm still doing it. I'm still still team who might be on the starting level for Man City. On the red side, Alex Boardman. Hello, Alex. I, I couldn't care less. You couldn't <laughs> care less. I can understand that. Right, we've got our team of the week, and the gentleman on the line is called Mr. Michael Masterman. It's a wonderful name, Michael. Uh, thank you for joining us and being our team of the week. Uh, you play oh. for Manchester Rovers, is that right? I do, yes, I do, yes. Manchester Rovers, another good name as well. It's a good name, isn't it, yeah. Where about yeah, do you play, Michael? Um, I play all over the place, actually, but um, this year, probably centre mid, I've been playing most of my games this year, but usually a, a full-back. Tell us about Manchester Rovers, then. Well, um, I've actually played for the club for about 10 or 11 years, firstly, when I came to Manchester, so... Um, Really, really well-run club. Um, been going, I think, about 30-odd years as well now in the local area. So, um, Where yeah, are they based, uh, Michael? So we play most of our games out of half-end on a Sunday. So I'm sure any any local football lads will know that. Just love um, half-end. Yeah. yeah um, been done up a bit recently, but still still got its famous um, pitches. So, yeah, we mainly play out of there on a Sunday morning. Uh, for Manchester Rovers, have we got dire fans, the ones that travel home and away, or is that just any family relatives <laughs> no, that no, you bring, they have to drag great, along with Graham you? Graham, the manager, just Graham, the manager, and uh, Bill Z, the uh, the captain, he's there whether he's injured or not. So, yeah, they're the two die-hard ones, I think. <laughs> so does the manager sometimes dole up as a mascot as well, get the, get the, get the most out of him, or will you not like me saying well, that? No, no, he's, he's a quiet man on the side of the pitch, reflecting on our bad performances this year, but we were, were quite successful over the last couple of years. But Wow, what's happening this season, Michael? Um, we we won the league last year, won the Sunday league, I can't remember the, the actual league 
um, that we won. But we Too much celebrating that, Michael. <laughs> yeah, gone up, gone up a year, uh, gone up a division, and um, we haven't done too well this year. Loads of changes in the playing staff. So, um, yeah, it's not been great this year, but we're still, still flicking around. Yeah, buzzing. So you play. Uh, you got a game coming up on the weekend. Yes, we have. Yeah, I think we, we've got like a development team and a first team, so I think we've just got one game this weekend. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, always a good turnout of lads, but always looking for players if anyone fancies it. That's what we get people on for. So Manchester Rovers, <laughs> yeah, you're on Twitter, and we've just seen you tweeting yeah, now saying you're listening. Yeah. Uh, so that are uh, uh, at Man Rovers. Uh, so That's you're cool. always up for uh, for players coming down and and just getting involved in the Definitely, team. Yeah, we've got a female team as well. So. Um, um, yeah, uh, always looking for players. We've got going through a bit of a transition, I think, at the moment with older players like myself kind of coming towards the end of their career. So we need we need some fresh blood, I think. Yeah, is there a career in management at the end of this, Michael? Are you uh, I, don't be... know, I do a bit of coaching. I quite enjoy it, but I'm still not still not quite ready, I don't think. But um, yeah, I definitely want to stick involved, and it's such a good local club, really well run as well. So I'd like to stay involved if possible, and kind of give something back I suppose sounds a bit cliche but <laughs> no it's not cliche at all mate right can I just say thank you for coming on and uh, being involved at our team of the week Man Rovers uh, thank you you can go and check them out on uh, on Twitter Man Rovers you got a game coming up on the weekend we have yes yeah that's really who, who, that. got, that's really who, who have you got a game I, I couldn't tell you, mate. I only, I only <laughs> you just turn up and put a ball in the back of the net. It must be at yeah, home. Yeah, I'm not one. I'm not one of those, mate. To be honest, I turn up and figure out who we play. Unless it's a big, big game, um, which unfortunately this year we haven't had many of. But um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure who we've got on. I know it'll be Sunday at 11 o'clock. That's all I. That's all. You just rock up, uh, Michael Masterman uh, from Man Rovers. Thank you very much for joining us and being our team of the week this week. If you're listening, you know anyone in your team. You've got a team yourself if it's under uh, 11s 13s uh, you play for reserve teams under league team whatever give us a shout MCR Footy Social and we'll get you on next week just like Michael was there thank you very much right Danny the team news team news has broken Manchester City against Burton Burton uh, down 9-0 yeah uh, so I've Pep Guardiola's going easy on them, surely. Yeah, Pep Guardiola's going really, really easy on him. What is oh the team? my god, Pep! Pep likes winning. Um, well, you, I've got you got my prediction yeah. there, Joe. Uh, I predicted Aro Muric in net, you did. which he does. Um, he's gone with Danilo, which I'm surprised about because he's played a lot of games lately. Uh, I, I would have gone with maybe Luke Bolton at right yeah, back. He um, he's, I forgot about Philip Sandler. I would have had him in for, instead of John Stones. I put John Stones. Philip Sandler, he's going to be playing centre back alongside Eric Garcia, who Pep's raving about. Alexander Zinchenko is going to be left back. I think you'll find Fabian Delph will be in the, the holding midfield role, which I predicted. Kevin, uh, sorry, Phil Foden. And Flat Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne is on. A both. Got, we knew we were playing. And there's one I picked. I got that right. Perveda. I had a feeling he might fancy Perveda tonight. What is Perveda? Um, Who is he's Perveda? like a, a very technically good winger, tricky winger, uh, good, good player. And then up top, uh, alongside Perveda up top, he's got Riyad Mahrez yeah, and you, you Sergio Aguero starts wow. against Burton. <laughs> oh my wow. word. Sergio Aguero. Poor Burton. But just, just, just on that though, just just on that, the tie's over. Everyone knows the tie's over. Uh, in a way, 
you're a Burton fan turning up tonight, you're going to get a chance to see two of the best players in the world on your pitch. Yeah, it's in, giving in back Sergio Aguero and Kevin De Bruyne. So, fair play. You know, Pep's put a, a mixed team out, but, you know, with a couple of superstars in the mix. And you know what? I'm sure every Burton fan are looking at that tonight going, yes, you know, the kids and everything, you know, yes, I'm going to get a chance to see the likes of them players on the pitch. So, fair play. I'm just quite surprised. Well, I'm a bit surprised, but they'll be delighted. Because Aguero didn't play... In the other one, because Jesus... Yeah, he played in the league, yeah, he played in the league, and and Jesus played in the cup game. Yeah, he didn't play against Burton, so... No, not in the first leg. It'd be great if you're a Burton fan, that's exactly what you want. You do get to see some incredible team. Uh, So, for for yourself, you've got a mixture of some of the younger players coming in. Yeah. Because see Phil Foden starting uh, and just getting that 90 minutes. Yeah. For you, as as a City fan, you want these kids just to say, listen... Yeah, I know there's a big wide world out there footballers but you just look at me I'm good enough yeah take the chance enjoy, enjoy the experience more to the point you know it's not often they're ever in the whole careers that these lads will go into a game 9-0 up mm. from a first leg you know the game's out of sight the game's dead in terms of a contest um, so you know that gives them that's probably to me the best time to integrate them because they've not got pressure on the shoulders or as much pressure on the shoulders but they'll want to perform and you know at the end of the day we, we've got some talented lads there I mean, Arrow Murich is on the verge of getting a new contract. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he's a monster of a lad. Him, he's he? ridiculous. He's about six six. <laughs> you know, he's a unit of a guy uh, with a lot of ability. Philippe Sandler is something, someone that I believe within the club they, they rate really, really highly. Uh, obviously, Eric Garcia. He, he was the the jewel in Barcelona's academy that that joined City in the summer. Uh, Pep Guardiola raves about him, so we're going to get a chance to see him again. Perveda is a really exciting player as well, and then that's mixed with the likes of Fabian and Delphine, he's probably what I would say is his true position for City what, you know for me I see him as cover for Fernandinho a holding midfielder I think he you know he's a little bit wasted at left back, left back sometimes so no I think it's a uh a good mix. Uh, I think there'd have been a lot more kids in there had we not had the Checker Trade um, trophy game last night. Um, but I'm sure, you know, like I said before, I think the Burton fans will turn up tonight really excited, knowing the game's out of sight, but excited to see the likes of, of Aguero and De Bruyne 100%. on the pitch. And I also watched, well, I had to watch, I didn't want to, um, City yeah, on Sunday yeah. against Huddersfield, and Aguero didn't look his no. normal self so it just gets that's probably what Pep's thinking of yeah. course he gets Game fit, minutes and he? and he said the same with De Bruyne and De Bruyne said it about himself yeah. you know he's not quite you know got 100% yet you know and he still needs more game time in his legs and you can see it with Kev he still sees them passes it's just not quite happened for him in the last few games <laughs> since he's come back so another game under yeah, his belt another fitness, 90 minutes yeah. and, and we all know how good De Bruyne is but no I'm actually that's me I'm looking at that now and I'm, I've actually become really excited by the game again yeah indeed uh, so I just want to have a little game with you although I just should have researched this beforehand and I think <laughs> there is a theme in there is a theme in this well <laughs> don't I trust thought, Joe's I games I thought have a great game of why not have a look at some of the odds today for the game and see who can get the closest Okay. Right? So, so we are going to have that game. So okay. I'm going to give you a score and you've got to tell me what uh, uh, the odds the betting companies have got for that score so for City to get 9-0 again. What are the odds on that one, gentlemen? I'll give you a couple of seconds to write that down. Okay. okay. What are the odds on that? Who wants to go first? Danny? I'm going to go 40 to 1. 40 to 1. Are you saying they've learnt the lesson? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex? 150 to 1. Oh, 125. So, Alex, you get the points. Maybe I've got more faith than the bookies have in, in, in us scoring <laughs> nine. But So, what about... If Burton turned things on its head, 
and win 10 nil. Oh God, thousand to one. Thousand to oh, one. They, they, they won't even have odds on it. A million to one. Basically, it, you get the bookies <laughs> shop. A million to one. <laughs> you own Paddy oh, Power. Yeah, you, you get the, the rights to it. Yeah. You take him home. You are indeed correct. Five thousand to one. Uh, so I'll let you both have that. Well, he said a million. Yeah, I said a million. Dude. Come right, on, give me a chance. I, just you I ain't getting beat every it. week on this show. Come Sorry, on, it's five Danny, you win. To one. That is not. No. Generous. No, not really. No, that's not Because basically it's that old thing, isn't it? You know, what do I get if I put a tenner on? Yeah. Lose a tenner. That's yeah, exactly, the only yeah. thing that happens. Exactly. Uh, so, Danny, for you, another question. Yes. Well, that's the betting thing's gone. Okay. Spurs or Tottenham? That was a quick game. Spurs Sorry. or Tottenham? Uh, in the final. In the final. Um, Spurs or Tottenham? Spurs, uh, Spurs or, or Chelsea? Spurs, yeah, Chelsea, sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I knew what he meant. Um, <laughs> Everyone knew what he meant. <laughs> and because he said Leave Spurs... Leave me alone. Yeah, because he said Spurs... I thought Spurs, it was another game. I didn't know you'd gone serious. <laughs> <laughs> because, because he said what Spurs, I would go... I'm, I, I, I would, I, I'm not really bothered, if I'm honest, because they'll both be tough games. We know what we're going to get. We've got a great record against Spurs at Wembley. Um, and... Obviously, Kane will be out. Likelihood is he'll be out, um, as will Deli Ali. Son will be back by then. I'd probably just slightly edge towards Spurs, um, but only because Chelsea have beat us this season at Stamford Bridge and we've beat Spurs at Wembley. So I'd, I'd go with Spurs, but I'm not too fussed. It'll be interesting, whatever game is going to happen. You've got the game tonight and you have one eye on the final, I'm guessing. Uh, Spurs suffering a lot with a lot of injuries. Deli Ali, Kane and Son all going to be out of the cup. I suppose that turns it on its head a bit for United. If you're looking at potentially who might drop out of the top four, you've got three big injuries there, Alex, for Tottenham. What will one, you obviously? Have. But there's one a seven-point difference currently. United is seven you know, off things, Tottenham. Strange things can happen. They definitely can, because you wouldn't have thought they would have been able to catch up even Arsenal and, and Chelsea in fourth. They're only like three points off now. So the way things are going... Third is possible. Whisper it, but it's possible because Tottenham are on a bit of a downward run. The only other thing I'd say, Chelsea have had uh, Higuain in for a medical today because they've identified that. The, yeah, I said that last not week. Getting goals, that, that's so a game changer. They get Higuain. Is. That's a game changer because that guy is cla- He knows how to score. He's done yeah. it on the biggest stages, yeah. and I don't see him struggling at Chelsea. Although really. we thought like that, that when we signed Falcao, Good doesn't point. always work. Yeah, out, you put, you're right. You're right. Fingers but crossed. I think in terms of an educated punt. I think I yeah, think yeah. Higuain is a pretty decent decent yeah, option. Yeah. You know they they're not um, buying him. It'll be on loan till the end of the season, so there's not that much commitment there. He needs to prove himself, maybe to get a contract. I could see that being a bit. Well, I don't know if I want him joining Chelsea. I can see that being a bit no, tricky. All I still him. think they'll. I think they might pip third. I think this might take them over. And do you think Higuain yeah, takes them over? To I that think spot. they'll get up to third, and then it's between United, Tottenham, who are on a downward spiral, and Arsenal. For yeah. does, does it does it worry you in any way that? With with Pochettino being floated around for the Manchester United job, even when they lose so many players, they aren't linked with anyone in this January transfer window. They they they're just Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham aren't linked with a no. single person. But sure, if there's ever a chance to put put your hands in your pocket, there is. But they're in the middle of buying a huge stadium, aren't they? And I know um, I've seen Jamie Carragher have this argument, but you can't just spend money that you don't have when you're borrowing it left, right, and centre. To make and Daniel stadium. Levy's not not oh, frivolous with his money, is he either? So I mean, he's going to be ultra care- careful. And Arsenal did. I'm seeing it with Arsenal. We yeah, saw it yeah. with Arsenal, and then suddenly Arsenal they have a bit of money to spend, and they get they get a Bamiang and they get Lacazette. Yeah. And, um, but what what we always said with Tottenham was uh, what a great starting eleven they've got. You know, as good as any in Europe in terms of that starting eleven. But but a very soft underbelly. Once one of that two of their 
as we're going to see potentially, you know, Harry Kane goes, Lorente's a championship player yeah, for me. He's not, he's not a great player yeah. at all. Son's, but Son's been one of the players of the season yeah. for me as well. You can't, there's no other player. Exactly. Like and between Son, Ali and Ericsson's Kane, they, they, they've scored something like 67% of yeah. Tottenham's goals this season. And, this, yeah, and they're all out at the same time. It's, you know, it's, hard, it? it's, hard it's going to be tough for Tottenham, but the, you know, Son's back. I think, I think he's the Asia Cup final first of Feb, so he'll probably be back second. You know, end of the first week in February, they're not going to be without him for too much longer. Um, and it, but it doesn't sound good news for for Kane or Ali. There, no. as, I, I mean, listening to you know the reports on their injuries, they're saying maybe back in training early Crazy, March, which me always means mid March, and then by the time they fit, you might be looking at April, and that's a long stint by without then, them players. Over. Yeah, yeah, the, the positions are almost defined to a degree by then, aren't they? So, gents, I want to say uh, thank you very much. You're welcome for joining us today. Uh, I- how many goals is going to be scored tonight? And for who? Um, you know what? I'm going to go 5-1 for City. I, I actually hope Burton get a goal. And I know that sounds really weird, but I do actually I'd hope love they them do. to score first. Yeah, I wouldn't. There's a bit of hope. Don't get carried away, Jim. <laughs> Don't get carried away, no. Because as, as most mean? City fans who are old school like me, as soon as that one goes in, we'll be like, oh, we're going to lose this. We're going to lose this. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I fancy, I fancy they might, just the momentum of the occasion at home like it will be, I think they might nick a goal. So I'm going to go 5-1 City. Danny, thank you very much for coming in. Welcome, thank you. Soon. you. Alex, thank you very much. See you no on problems. Sunday for the Football Social Man. I've been Joe McGraw. I hope you've enjoyed the show and we'll see you next week. Oh, happy birthday to my dad, by the way. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Mr. McGraw. Mr. McGraw. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.